Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me now Only thing that's on my mind Is who go on this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Formula Sports Hour We are live, it is a Monday It is a... Uh, I don't know, Demery Lachey is in the studio. Yes, sir. Like always. High is uh, 68 degrees in Arizona. For right now. We're live across. No, it's 68 total. But, uh, you know, it's not a complaint. I'm not disappointed. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> no, I'm not disappointed. Uh, but it feels better in the studio. Normally, it's, it's hot outside and freezing in the studio, I right. guess, so they can protect this equipment box. These pieces. But, you know, back east, it's, it's snowing everywhere. It's 12 it's inches, eight, 18, 18 inches everywhere. Negative degree yeah, weather. Yeah, I can't do that. Wind blowing, the wind chill is, yeah. I just, I just can't do that, man. I can't complain it's, it's, on sixty eight right now. I know, and I, uh, I got to work out today, but I don't have to work out to the evening, so it might be. Let me see, six o'clock is probably about, might be about sixty around that time, sixty two. Mm-hmm. The hottest part of the day in Arizona, the hottest part, is around three o'clock. Around three o'clock, but I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm just bringing up that the weather here is perfect in Arizona, where the yeah. back east. And Midwest, there's some problems. I don't mind a little rain from time to time, even though it affects my golf. I haven't been golfing anyway. I hate the rain. You guys were in the studio uh, Friday. I couldn't make it because I was doing yeah, this workout. Wasn't here. Yeah. So y- y'all was filming? Yeah, brought in some production work and had a ball. Have you seen it yet? Because I know they haven't done Putting it. Putting it together, editing things up right now, and uh, posting up on a website being built for the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. Um, it's in the works, so I'm gonna have to see that before y'all post it. <laughs> Man, I'm post. <laughs> I gotta see that. You gonna see it on? Uh, you gonna see it on Twitter before? <laughs> no, I'm not. You oh yeah, well, well, yeah. Well, Doug post. Did Doug tweet everything, boy? <laughs> um, I think I found it on his page. But eight 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 three four six nine one four four. That's the number to the show if you want to join in. I was listening to. Uh, since we global, let me say it's a local show here in Arizona. I was listening to Doug and Wolf, man, and then mm-hmm. they, to, you know, you know how they preface things when you want to say something good or bad about somebody, you play a highlight, whatever that clip is, you play it. Mm-hmm. Kind of bothered me this morning coming in, all, along with the traffic, because there was no reason there should have been traffic. Yeah, coming in, I came through the tent. Surprised, me too. There was no I'm reason there should have been traffic, and that's that's why. You know, I like the time slot, the radio time slot, the show time slot, but there was traffic coming in here. And, and I'm looking at my clock. I say, okay, I got ten minutes. If I'm if I'm here at this point in ten minutes, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I got in, I got into the show in time, but the fact that there was traffic when it shouldn't have been. Yeah. Um, I didn't see an accident or anything. There was no accident, not that I saw. No accident, but. But anyway, coming in here, I'm listening to a local show, Doug and Wolf. Uh, I just happened to turn it on because most of the time I listen to the music. Mm-hmm. But they they. They played a they played a clip of Jameis Winston into at the combine, and we're gonna get into some combine talk. Uh, my boys are running today. Um, Did they run already? I thought they ran. Yeah, they sh- they showing it today. Ronald Darby, Woo. he ran four three two. Woo. Four. He got the worst work ethic that I I've mean, seen. The worst. The worst work ethic, but pushing out a four three two. Yeah, he got it. But he was already. <laughs> That's he's a some track pretty guy. bad work. He's a track guy. Okay. No, what when, that it, mean? when it comes down. If you're a track guy, you can run. It's automatic. Yeah, huh? he ran track. He ran the 100 in college. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. so he ran the 100 in college. So that that has okay. nothing to do with. Yeah. Now he was already fast. Some guys got fast twitch muscles that you know they can show up and they they right. bust out a four four or a four three. 
I think his first time was a four. He four, ran a four three, three seven. Four three seven did a Did four, a four three, three two. two. Didn't even look like four, it looked like he was running like four four. four yeah, five. that's what I that's what I thought. I see four three two. I he looked like he looked like the same. He he looked like he was running the same speed mm-hmm. or velocity. The, the four seven guys were running, mm-hmm. but when he finished, <laughs> he <laughs> his number was two. a little bit different. <laughs> but let me we'll get into that. But um, you know, I'm listening to them. They they looking for any reason just to to bash Jameis Winston. Enough is enough. What he did in college, he did in college. I think he had to atone and pay for all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he you listen, you listen to the show just so they can have a show. They'll mm-hmm. they'll say something bad about him or play a clip mm-hmm. that that's not even bad. The clip wasn't even bad. It was just mm-hmm. saying he feel comfortable about himself. Or or when Jameis said one thing I know about me, they say nothing good come about it come out of that. The next words nothing good was gonna come out of that. Mm-hmm. And I and I thought that was wrong because I say one I could say one thing I know about me, Kwame, is I've always been a team player. I don't know what's bad about that, mm-hmm. but. They were looking for reasons to nitpick it on Jameis Winston, it, and he should be the first quarterback taken. He should yeah, be no doubt about the way that. they did that guy uh, last year. And I don't want to harp on this, but it just it was more so about the Doug and Whip show than anything, or more so about any show that does that. When you yeah. want to find when you want to find something, you want to say something bad about somebody, you find a clip that doesn't look too good, mm-hmm. or you you can't hear the sound, and you show that clip. If you want to find something good, you show the you show the clip with the sound, right? And then you start speaking on it, right? So I thought that was I thought that was unfair, uh, but he should be the first pick. Uh, we got Dougie on the uh, on the line. Doug, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. Good morning. And we were talking about the uh, James Winston clips and some uh, Doug and Wolf stuff, but it's not that's not important. I just wanted to get that out of there. Um, you guys watch the um, the Oscars? Any? Yeah, I watch. I watch. Some of it, you know, it's like a Tell me, three hour event, but I'm never watching the Oscars. The Tell best, me. uh, the best, perf- I mean, I watched it for the performances. Well, it was a, I said, the Oscars Academy Awards and all Academy that. Awards, same <laughs> deal. I don't yeah, even know why thing. they come up with two different names, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I checked it out a little bit, saw uh, my man John Legend perform. I, I didn't uh, see Carmen. any of it. Carmen got an Oscar for best for song, I think yeah. That, song. That's the song, it's called Glory, Glory, written yeah, he and, and all... produced by John Legend. That's Clearly, John Legend's yeah, song. Finally, got an Oscar. Common was featured. Okay, but yeah, he, he no, no. I'm not taking nothing back from it because uh, I mean, it's mostly like he, he's on the verge. But who made that song? A lot of John credit due to John Legend. John Legend. Then the other forty percent was Common. Word, you know how Common is. He, right. He got that natural flow. But no, it was a good performance. Man, it touched a lot of a lot of hearts in the crowd. It, it was the movie. It was for the movie Selma, right? Yes. And Doug, are you watch it. You watch the Oscars or the Academy Awards I or whatever? I thought you about to say, did you watch Selma? No, nah, he ain't watching them. So. I didn't get to watch anything, man. <laughs> we were working all last night. Oh, okay. Oh, you put it 12 hours, 13 hours? Uh, 13 hours. Ooh-wee. No Dang, way. good afternoon, Doug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that? I said good afternoon. Yeah, okay. No, it's still more time for me, man. Oh, okay. Uh, so you come in right from from work or and then uh, come on to the show, huh? Or you still you know on? what, man? You still Sometimes we got to... Gotta do some stuff, man. I'm gonna try it. At least I'm calling in, though. Yeah, no, nah, that's cool. I ain't no, I'm just saying, you just doing a whole lot of, you got a whole lot going on. <laughs> I do, man. I had about four hours sleep before calling in this morning, but no, oh, wow. So it was good. It was a good weekend watching some of the combine, though, too. Yeah, I'm. Uh, we're gonna get into that uh, as as the show move on. Um, before we leave off, before we leave the Academy Award, what's yeah. what's, what's Birdman? What's the what's that movie about? You see, I, I know Julianne Moore won uh, Best Actress, but I mm-hmm. I didn't I don't know what that movie is. I think it won Best Film too, best, yeah. right? Yeah. And I haven't seen Birdman. a trailer, 
I haven't seen a commercial. I don't know anything about Birdman. When they said Birdman, you was thinking about uh, Miami down, Heat. Oh, t- you tattoos. That? Oh, I was thinking about uh, Lil Wayne and them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he came oh, to mind man. too. Oh, yeah, he's a pretty good. <laughs> he's a pretty good actor too. But uh, no, I never heard of Birdman, and there was another movie that got nominated. Um, in the other nomin, only movie that I knew in that nomination category for best film of the year was American Sniper. I didn't which even I see thought, that. Eh, that was, I heard that was not good. No, it's uh, yeah. I've I seen you know it could it could have been better. Oh, okay, but it was based on the true story uh, about the American assassin, the best sniper. In U.S. military, a lot of those true stories don't get Oscar. I know Jamie Foxx got one for Ray Charles, but and Denzel didn't get one for Training Day. Training Day, yes, he did. He got one for Training Day. Mm. He, but it took him, it took Holly Berry to take her clothes off and have sex for real on (laughs) film to get her to get her Oscar. Denzel had to say the N word fifty million times to get his. Um, (laughs) That wasn't real by Holly Berry. That that was real. It wasn't real. That wasn't no acting. That wasn't no acting. That was real. You better, you better go do. No, I'm good. You better go do your research. <laughs> I ain't say go look at it. You better do your research. Oh man! All right, we got. Let's let's move into some sports, man. I mean, I mean, is I mean, you got to talk what's trendy now, but yeah. let's, let's move into some sports. How you guys assessed? Uh, I know Doug texted me talking about the uh, D. Was it the D line, Doug? That was cracking you up on the forty. <laughs> yeah, man. He's still laughing. Oh, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Playing D line, man. I understand where they're coming from, but just watching on TV, it just. You see, you see that passion that they have. That they think they're running that four or five, and then the time pops up. You know, five four, five five, and uh, it just cracked me up, man. But no, some was, some uh, DBs was, was thinking that too. Man, there's uh, some good stuff coming out there. Some good times and footwork and some shocks, but yeah, I I, um, I don't even know why offensive linemen are running forty. I think more or D line shouldn't be running forties. Mm-hmm. Although during during the screen, I I can make an argument for the D line to run it or not to run it, but I know during screen situations you have to um, you have to get back because to stop a screen is really the D line coming from the back end because the these linebackers in the secondary mm-hmm. is to slow them down if not make the tackle but and to put pressure on the quarterback when he yeah but then, you know he but you out the ball on every, every D line should be able to recognize the mm-hmm. screen if you enter the game if you if you know. Uh, <laughs> Tendencies and and what teams like to do, you should recognize the screen. You know you don't get off that easy. <laughs> you're saying that as a DB, and I can see the the times <laughs> for the DN because you're going to be in that rush and stuff like that. But as far as the D tackle goes, you're going straight up field every time. Mm-hmm. You know, and then offensive line, as far as the forty time goes, that's great if you can run a four five forty. But when you get your kick step and you're slow as can be on the kick step, what's your forty time do for for me? Nothing. Yeah, but the D line, I, I can understand the um, all the quick stuff, all the sensor urgency, getting around the cones and other bag drills. I understand that mm-hmm. takes precedence, it, and it should over the forty. But if you get a quick guy, the twenty, the ten, and the twenty makes sense because as a D line, you got to get off the ball, check test your instincts, how fast you get to a certain point, uh, which would be in the back of the offense, the quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's that should be the test alone, not. How fast you run the forty on that slow track? What's well, the faster track now? It's the, in the old Indianapolis Colts Stadium it used to be slow, but it's fast now. Now we were talking about we were talking earlier about some of the DBs, but before, before that, how did you guys assess the um, Mariota and Jameis Winston? As because a better both performer, them, but they, but they, no, they look or, good. 
I'm glad both of them threw. Most yeah, size and weight, they look good. Um, except for the 40 clip where they had Mariota and Jameis Winston bodies coexist with the uh, oh the 40 time. Yeah, you know how they coexist. Oh, he with blew the, the two people. But you <laughs> know what? When Jameis won his 40, yeah, he's not gonna run. He don't run like that on the football field. That 40 is a bunch of crap, really. Yeah. But he don't run like that. He was running straight up. In the football field, we seen him leaning forward mm-hmm. like he's trying to get to a point mm-hmm. uh, because he knows he's already committed not to throw. He's committed to the run. So in a 40, that's a totally different run than when he's running with the football. Yeah, it was just funny. It's, it's just hilarious when they showed a hydro like, clip of Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota times. and I like when they do that, <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 it's sweet. It's really legit, but... It's hilarious when I watch that. But overall performances, uh, they both did their thing. They both did what they were supposed to do. Uh, still the upper hand goes to Jameis, even in the throwing uh, segment of the combine. I mean, he, he just, just looks, looks so, so natural. Yeah. yeah, he looks so relaxed, really chilled out, having fun, you know, being Jameis on the field, you know, making guys laugh, getting the receivers involved, getting them, you know, getting that nervous bug out their system. Like, let's go out here, let's have fun. And Mariota, you know, he just – he looked a little structured and worried, but he performed pretty well. He looked like he had on his suit and tie, and yeah. he was going to the office and be about his business. Yeah, he James went to go Winston for an interview. James Winston was at home. Yeah, he was at home. <laughs> he was working from home. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. No, it was. It was. That's great. pretty much what it was. He was working from home. <laughs> what surprised right. me though was with Mariota finishing that number one overall on a forty because I thought that kid Nick Marshall or Blake Sims. We're going to push that from um, uh, Baylor. Was, was it Nick Marshall, uh, Auburn's quarterback? Auburn. Okay, and you know I seen that guy take off blazing speed, and you know he still ran a four five four, but I thought it was going to be in the four fours, maybe, maybe even Blake Sims. I mean, he impressed me still with a four five seven. So, uh, but Mariota for, topping it out with four five two. That's see again. I think he's. I think he is Kaepernick legitimately numbers, that fast. Yeah. But again, these guys get to train for this. It, it's yeah. disappointing when I see a defensive back. I don't care if you're a safety or strong safety or free safety. When you run a four six nine, that don't even make sense because you got time to train for that. To even getting a four five, mm-hmm. you have time to train for that. But we did have some blazing speeds. Uh, I don't know how much you you guys watched it, uh, of all the combines, but we did have some blazing speeds. Some of the guys I trained <coughs> had one run a four four, uh, one run a four three two, one run a four. I was disappointed in the one that ran a four four. It was a four, five, eight. I think it was. He's yeah, waiting. that was your boy. You was talking about. Yeah, he's uh, Kashan. Kashan. That's pretty. That's pretty. Four, he's, five. That's decent. Four, five, eight. What's the next thing after that? Four, five. Okay. Four, six. Eight, eight. 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 Four, two. On paper, it's four, five. That's <laughs> four, five. It go down as a four. Yeah. I ran a four, <laughs> five. You know. What you run? Did you run it? I ran a four five at a school. Four uh, four. I was four four going into college. Out of college, I gained yeah. some weight and ended up topped out four five two. Yeah. So, but uh, four six. You ran a four six, Doug. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't ran a four six. No. Doug ran a four six. Doug was a uh, Doug used to be slimmer then until he started getting on all them steroids. I mean, uh, all that, uh, all that uh, protein shakes. No, what about? You know, and the funny thing is, like, I look at the 40 because I, I never had a great start at the 40. That, and that was my biggest thing on the 40 was, was just the, the start off. Mm-hmm. But I like, you know, field, uh, field speed because field speed, I was quick as anybody out there. And that's you just know, it, but, too. You hit nail on the head with the start. The 40 is a start time. You might have some top-end speed, and most guys do. We had this guy on my track team in high school. He just had 
I mean, once he was 100 yards out, he just became faster. Mm-hmm. Some guys start quick, and if you can start the 40 on time, uh, if you get a quick start, you can just cruise on there and you run a decent time. You can run a 4 or 5 yeah. flat, easy, yeah. easy. But my, my disappointment was with these guys who had time to train, and maybe they trained at the school. Some guys or some agents, and just most agents are in it for the morning, high percentage. But you got to send these guys to some training facilities mm-hmm. just so they work on those things specifically because that's what they're looking for. Well, like you said, most of the guys just stay in school and still, you know, work out with that training coach, the head, uh, you know, your head training coach, you still get that work in with them so you don't have the potential to, you know, go out, travel, to go to certain facilities, kind of like the deal that you would do with XOs. <clears throat> and some of those guys, you know, they still work at their school doing their same old workout, you know, thinking it's going to help. But really yeah. you need, you, you know. Need competition. Right. Exactly. You but need that other guy you never met before. You've right. seen him play, but he can push you to a whole other level than you should. So, and That's what I tell kids today, man. I say, um, and I'm talking about these uh, high school kids, maybe even middle school. Mm-hmm. You're going against a, a guy you've never seen before. You're going against, I mean, if you want to compete against yourself, that's fine. You can challenge yourself every day. But you're going against that guy on the other coast or in the Midwest that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. you got to believe there's somebody like you that's just working hard or just working harder than you. Mm-hmm. So you got to go out there every day. And I say if you, waste, you wake up doing the same thing every day, you, why, why leave the house? Mm-hmm. So, they, so they, really, they really do have to understand that it's a whole lot of competition across the, in the sport that you play in across the country. Mm-hmm. So you got to go out there and work out there with that type of passion. Some of them just good, like like um, like Ronaldo. He ran a four three two. Ron, I mean Ronald Darby ran a four two, four three two. Work ethic stinks. I mean, he was always. <laughs> if you saw him, you oh no man, four three two. That your work ethic that ain't got was pretty work good. Ethic. They got to do what I ran track in high school and college. That's what they got to do with it. If you if you can run, you can run. Can't nobody teach you how to run. They can teach you. They can teach you some uh, stances and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you fast, you fast. But if you see him, if you, I wish you could. I wish y'all would have came out there <coughs> and saw what I'm talking about because he is. Um, he looked for a reason not to work out. Mm-hmm. Now, this guy running four three two, who had two surgeries on his groin, on his hip flexors, mm. two surgeries. I don't know if they, how extensive the surgeries were. If they were scopes or whatever, but anytime you go into the body, that's you know you you changing something else. You changing the dynamics of what I like to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We we'll we'll come back. We talk some combine. Do want to talk about this uh, Pacquiao Mayweather Woo. nonsense? Oh yeah. Kwamala Sports Talk. Doug on the line. Jim Lachey in the studio. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Yeah. Spider-Man and Freeze in full effect. Uh-huh. You ready, Ron? I'm ready. You ready, dude? I'm ready, Slick, are you? Oh, yeah. Break it down. Girl, I must warn you. 888-346-9144. That's the number to the show. I want to call in and be a part of the show. Demi Lache in the studio. Doug's on the line. We were talking to Combines. I'm looking at some of these. Uh, Trey Wayne, who's uh, from Michigan State. He'll be the first corner taken. Yeah, so? I, you believe so? I, but I know who's the uh, the guy they are looking for is is uh, PJ Williams over at Florida State. But yeah. he, he runs a four six two. Well, he he still has time to make it up for the pro day. But after yeah. the combine, after what today? Yeah, you're gonna have to go with Trey Wayne. I mean, how you run a four six two corner? I mean, he wasn't working out. He didn't have a good diet. He probably had a few. I don't know. I'm not so, going to make up excuses uh, let's for him. Be, yeah, because so. it sounds like you are. But, but, <laughs> but, okay, let's say that's the case. I asked both of you guys. Let's say the case. He run a 4-6-2. He's projected the first, first corner taken. He still has time. He does have time because the pro day is really when you get to go out there and, and once you put, you can change these scores up, these uh, times up. Uh-huh. But don't that say something about the work ethic? I don't think I so. I mean, because a lot of these guys just got mm-hmm. quick instincts. They just – they don't – they can't run – but they can't. Be, I had a guy on my team, Doug Doug McGee. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, he was a uh, one from Auburn, Dale McGee. Four, probably four five nine. Little short, stocky, corner. Played running back in college and uh, in high school. Went to running back. Went to Auburn as a running back. Ended up moving to DB. He you couldn't burn him. I don't care who the receiver was or how fast they were. You could not lose that guy because it's a technique. And I think that's what PJ has a lot of is, is good technique and instincts. So uh, I don't put a lot of prefaces on on the four six two, except except for the fact that I thought he would do better than that because we do got Trey running a four three five and Ronald Darby running a four three two, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of other good times out there. Like Justin Coleman ran a he run a four five flat. I bet he run low four fours. Who Justin Coleman? Yeah, and on his pro date. Yeah, he ran a four five flat. He yeah. Might- he might four three nine four four. One guy ran a four five seven something like that and came back ran a four four three <laughs> on the second work on the second run. Yeah, I mean that just that just that start, you know, yeah. just that additional start or maybe the way you finish. Like uh, who was it? It was one of the D linemen, one of the outside linebackers. Her he was projected. It wasn't Fowler from Florida. But he was projected to run like a pretty quick forty, and I mean, every time at the end of the, his run, he just pulled up, mm-hmm. and he didn't like grab anything as if he pulled something. He just pulled up like as if, you know, I'm away to my pro day for this. I'm just doing it just so yeah. Y'all I can saw, see me oh run. yeah, I saw that guy, and I'm like, I you saw know, that guy. why would you do that? But at the same time, you 
I mean, I can see why, you know. There was a lot of emphasis on Jalen Collins over LSU. He he's the one his mom wanted him to go to uh, no 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 his, he's the offensive No Jalen right? was a DB. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalen Collins. Jay he's mm-hmm. uh he ran a four four three, I think it is. He ran a four four three over there at LSU. Uh one of the top ones will come out, the DBs and safeties, uh corners and safeties. But yeah, you see a lot of these a lot of these cat, these guys don't get invited to run, you know, they go out and get tested well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they got any uh, special. We can go down to the safeties. Doug, you still there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just looking at something here. Yeah. I'm just that J.J. Nelson, man, from uh, Auburn, that receiver, a 4-2-8 list. K.J. Nelson? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, J.J. Four, yeah, 4-2-8. 4-2-8. That beats, or almost beats Chris Johnson back in uh, 2008 because he had a 4-2-4. Yeah, uh, Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson was—he looked like he just floats. Yeah. JJ uh, University of Alabama. I think that's University University of Alabama. Yeah. JJ Nelson. UAB. Yeah. I think so. Uh, Four two eight. Oh. See, that, that's kind of um, John a- Brown got into. Um, you know, John Brown with the Pittsburgh State. Mm-hmm. I think he got drafted in the fourth round, the middle of the fourth round, because he just had that blazing speed. We watch him. We watch a lot of that speed during the season, but you know, we saw some at uh, before training camp. Or in training camp, mm-hmm. uh, down at the Sting Glendale, down at the stadium, but these guys, they really that type of speed changes the game, and that's mm-hmm. what you look for. It changes the game. And then, yeah, if you can control the speed, because some people yeah. can just run straight, but like a guy like John Brown, he was able to, you know, burst that speed off a cut and make, you know, the cut with mm-hmm. the head fake, put his head into it with his shoulders and everything. So it made it look that much better, you know, when it's controlled and when you can handle that speed. Well, I, honestly, I've never heard of J.J. Nelson, even though I guess got a lot of respect because UAB is the program that shut down this season. Mm-hmm. They got, you know, there's there will be no more UAB players, you know, for next yeah. coming years because their football program got shut down. This guy just to top it off at a four two eight just to show, hey, we, they had players down there, you know. Um, I'm pretty sure he probably took this really, you know, emotionally. Like, he probably had a lot of emotions going into this. And, he might be the last one to come know, out of there. Right. <clears throat> Until um, – until they do get that program back, mm-hmm. but, I, but that's unfortunate though. Uh, what is that conference USA? Is that the conference USA? Yeah, they're in conference USA. But yeah. I think they had yeah they had a chance to go to a bowl game, but they since they canceled the program, they didn't even get to play they, in the bowl well, game. Well, they couldn't afford it. Remember, I would mm-hmm. I think last two years ago, it was Central Florida or maybe uh, Florida something one of, one of those might mm-hmm. have been Central Florida or is that team that always where did uh, the quarterback for Jacksonville go? Central Florida. Central Florida. Mm-hmm. Yep. They uh they went to a bowl game, and I think they was playing Oklahoma. They end up owing owing money going to that game. Really? I thought that's supposed to be the reward for the kids. Yeah. Or in the university because they have to sell tickets too. You get a certain amount of tickets, and mm-hmm. it's your job as the university to sell those tickets. Well, if you going to ah oh, yeah, you going to a big time program. Ticket, you go to Notre Dame. Tickets are already sold. Mm-hmm. They sold right now. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of them, they use it for vacation time. A lot of the alumni, it becomes a vacation opportunity also to support their uh, alumni, their school, and and the players there. But those tickets, you got to sell tickets, and that becomes a business part of it. So I think um, Central Florida, I think, I think that's the right team. But there's a team down in Florida, they end up owing money, and they can't pay that. But I can see that team like uh, University of Alabama or UAB, 
not have not being able to go to a bowl game right. or, or shutting the program down. Mm-hmm. I don't think the NCAA is as much money they make billions of dollars should allow a team that wants a football program to be shut down. It's more opportunities for kids, student athletes, to be right. involved with programs and 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 do what they can for the schools. But I, you know, the NCAA NCAA is a, a totally a entirely different entity to what college football and any college sports and the universities are. They're totally separate. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other business. But yeah, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good times out here. These guys are, uh, as we mentioned, you got four, three, two is probably the top one uh, in the combine. Yeah, uh, but they are, they uh, four, also two, mentioned eight. yeah four two eight by <clears throat> JJ Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's five ten, one hundred fifty six pounds. Oh, he better run because you uh, the best. <laughs> some of the best receivers yeah. run four five or fives because they they run full speed and they can go come in and out of their break at that same speed. Mm-hmm. And as a defense back, you waiting for him to break down. He ain't breaking down. He's still going. Mm-hmm. Some of the best receivers, they run. They run that's that four or five, that mid range stuff. Unless, like Demi said, you can control that speed. A lot of the fast receivers that I found in my life, they can't catch. Yeah. <laughs> they Mike cannot, Wallace. They can't catch. <laughs> <clears throat> Their receiver, they can't catch. And a lot of times you see them break away from a, a nice play because mm-hmm. they got the ball early. They yeah, got it real early. Not a lot of Deshaun <laughs> Jackson's coming through, but I mean, overall, the cornerback position I think had a great day on the forty times. Like you said, Trey Wayne's Darby, you mentioned, but they're saying overall performance. You know, looking at some of the uh, analysts, you know, write up some reports on NFL.com. They say they're just underwhelming. They're pretty, uh, yeah, they perform well in the forties, but I mean, I guess when it got to like you know the whole grouping positions and. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensive back drills. I mean, no one really stood out. You already know. You already knew. You know, Trey Wayne's is going to do his thing. Um, I don't think Darby had a pretty great performance on the uh, defensive back drills. I mean, they show highlights. You know, on NFL Network. You really couldn't see every single by every single one, and yeah. so you just pick up on some of the reports. And let me ask you. When I got that. up, it was just they're saying they're underwhelming. I'm like, wow. What's the What's the most important part of? I'm asking you and Doug. What's the most important part? And then we're going to move on to Pacquiao uh, and Mayweather. The most important part of the combine that you're looking for, kid, what drills or what are you looking for looking coming out of there? Because a lot of these uh, GMs and these head coaches and these scouts, they go there and they already have their board set, but they go there and they might say, wow, I didn't, I didn't know about this guy. How did I not know about this kid? Mm-hmm. Which is really your fault for not knowing, your scouting department for not knowing about anybody. That potentially come out to the next level, but what's most important in you, in you guys, uh, if you were scouting or if you was looking for that guy to fit? I know need is one, mm-hmm. need is one. So mm-hmm. sometimes it can be a better guy, but you don't need him. Mm-hmm. Need is one. So, but what's the next thing of looking for these kids coming out of the combine? I mean, in my eyes, I would say explosiveness. Uh, so looking at you know guys forty times the vertical jumps, comparing it to uh, their broad jump. See who's pretty ex- – because all that has to do with explosion. Uh, who's quick off the ball, who could get the top speed, and then seeing it perform – seeing that explosive perform in the position drills. And then going back and relating it to film, you know, later on. But I would definitely say, you know, you got to look at who, who can explode the best and the needs mm-hmm. that you're looking towards. So, yeah, you have a position need. But you want to go with the, your first-round pick, your first draft pick. And then you also see, all right, who else impressed you and exposed? Who was pretty exposed? Who film do we need to go back and watch? So I would have to go with, you know, looking at the explosion as a combine. That's what 
the detail I would focus on. And then you, these you can go back and get, and this is what a lot of uh, GMs, a lot of scouts go back to these pro dates, these kids' school, mm-hmm. and and want to see them again. They want to see something more out of them. Or right. Maybe they want to see if you are that guy that I saw at the combine, uh-huh. or if you you know or not, Dougie. I'm not looking at anything, man. I'm not even watching combine. Huh? I said, I'm not. We were, we were talking about this last last uh, week, I think. The combine doesn't really show me a whole lot, right? But if you a scout, you a scout, GM, or head coach, you're not going to the combine. You gonna watch no. the football film? No, in here that realistically you're going to, but I, I think a lot of it's going to depend on the position, um, because I'm going to look at different stats or different attributes depending on if, if I'm looking at the O line. I'm not necessarily caring about maybe his bench press as much or uh, the 40 time. I want to see those individual drills because I want to see his kick step. How, can, how fast can he get back there? Um, you know, maybe with the linebacker, maybe I look a little bit more towards the bench press because of the strength. But all that's fine and dandy. I can have a, like Vic uh, Beasley. He threw up 35 reps in the, uh, in the bench press. But I want to see how that strength conform, you know, down onto the field because if you're pushing up that much weight, you should be able to just go lay the wood, and then you watch film, and he gets struck by the linebackers. Yeah, some of you guys don't. So what, what good was that, that you put up 35, 35 reps of the bench press when you're getting trucked and you can't tackle with that strength? So that's what I'm saying. A lot of the attributes and stuff like that are great, but I'd rather just look at film and see how they perform on the field and, and base more stuff on that than specific attributes or drills in the combine. Yeah, uh, and a lot of this, um, when guys go out there and lift the gym and and do all these and have these great numbers, whoever the top guy come on, if he doesn't have any technique, then none of that matters. But when you go in, when I go into a draft, I'm looking for. I think every DB should be the lifter uh, 225 ten times. Everyone, every DB, even the 187 guy they got in there, every DB should be to lift that thing ten times with no problem. Um, but but I'm looking for I would be looking for whatever your position is and what you do best. If I'm asking you in the back pedal, that back pedal should be fluent. That back pedal should uh, you should be able to come in and transition. You should be able to transition in and out of your brakes. I'm looking for that. Then I want to see uh, your knowledge of the game. I want to sit down and talk to you. Other than that, mm-hmm. I, I'm going about where you where you would be placed on my football squad and who my coaches are. Can I get you? From this level, because the reason why you are at the combine is because you, you're good. You've done something. You made some plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, so can my staff, my organization, can we take you to the next level? Like I said, uh, I think it was early last week. This kid got drafted. This kid got a full scholarship at U- University of uh, Arizona off a flag football game, one play. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that coach getting beat real bad on the double move and then being able to make up it and go down there to make a great play, not intercept the ball, but get it, knock it down. That coach said, "Well, you that'll never happen at U of A. That'll never happen here because we're gonna teach you better technique." So I think, for me, it'll be technique and whatever you position you are, whatever you do best. I need you to do that best. Mm-hmm. So that's me. Well, yeah, hey, I'm talking think- about that. Remember that. Remember this conversation because once U of A starts this year, the minute that kid gets beat, the game after we'll get Mike Stoops on the line and ask him about that comment. That kid is uh, not gonna be on the field this year. That kid is not gonna be on the field. He's going. He's a freshman. He's he probably gonna be on dime and nickel and special teams. But when he's get when he get taught when he get honed and schooled on some stuff, yeah, I'm gonna remember all that. I'm gonna remember that this 
I remember this kid got beat in flag football. I, was, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Yeah, he a front. It's a whole not gonna throw him out there day one or week two, week three. Uh, he definitely sh- probably get red shirt just to get him time to that to develop. And you got to get to know that guy. You know, you just seen him like you said, flag football. And you mentioned about the uh, interview process. And so you know, you look you look at a guy playing a flag football, run a guy down off a double move. Oh, you know, you're gonna have time to. All right, I offered you a scholarship. What else? Where, where do you see yourself? Mm-hmm. What, what what goals do you have? Cause what, you know what? what about life? You he know? looked like Richard Sherman. Mm-hmm. This guy looks like Richard Sherman, mm-hmm. not uh, physically, but I'm talking about when he's in position and do, do, has long arms. He's tall. I think he's about six three. He looks like that. So a lot of a lot of teams, unfortunately, they go by how oh this guy looks like uh, this guy who's in the lead already. This guy who who did this last year. And sometimes they do go off the looks, but if you can make some plays, it, it becomes easier for you. To, to get a scholarship. It comes easy for uh, all I need is one one team or one guy, one coach to like me, then I'm on the field, and you get a second chance. And I've said this so many times, and i probably say it to, as long as we talk sports or football or draft. A first-rounder has to prove he can't play. An undrafted player has to prove he can play. Right. And he only gets one chance to prove that. Mm-hmm. A first-rounder, because they drafted him, they don't want to seem like the idiot for why did I draft this guy he can't play? Mm-hmm. Well, he's going to get many opportunities, if not on that team, another team. Trent Richardson. To, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, leaving Cleveland, <laughs> going to the Indy, mm-hmm. still still, st- ain't. still ain't that Alabama guy. Best years. I hope his best years wasn't in Alabama. But depending on where you get drafted, who you are, mm-hmm. you have to prove you can't play, especially if you're a first-rounder. You have to prove to me that you cannot play football. Because I, I did research on you for two and a half years. And I've, everything I've seen say you can play football. Mm-hmm. But what the scouts forget is this guy doesn't fit my offense. He's just the best college athlete or the best at his position in college, and maybe we could use him. Mm-hmm. I think Cleveland took him to trade him because they got a lot of good stuff out of it. Yeah, they did. They definitely you, did. You have to be able to pick guys and take guys that fit your scheme, offensively, defensively, and even special teams. Because you have to have those core special team guys. Right. Those guys are going to be on that. Because it's not like the NBA where you can just pick somebody up and – Yeah, and send them know. to the D-League or right. somewhere. Um, but, no, we we got one more segment to the show. Uh, we're not going to probably take any calls on that one anyway. Oh, we didn't take calls on the first two. But we we will be talking about Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao uh, for that segment. Kwame Lachey Sports Talk, Demi Lachey, Doug in on, on the line. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? 
Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back. Formula for Sports Talk. What are we about to talk about? What are we about, about to get into? About, uh, oh, it's man. Monday. I know Start there's the no off. there's no Taco Tuesday. There's no no nah, meals no on Monday. Monday flow, man. You gotta, but it gotta be Monday. It gotta be something on Monday where you can go get some food or something. I mean, you can go get food anywhere, but you know Taco Tuesday. T- t- tacos yeah. are two dollars. Yeah, I need to, I need somewhere on Monday because I'm hungry right now. <laughs> How long it feels like we've been waiting for Pacquiao and Mayweather to fight? That's forever. <laughs> Demi showing me a picture. Uh, That's forever. On Sports Nation on the tweeting. That's Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao. Uh, supposed to be a mega fight. Woo! I think. Um, I don't think it's overdue. It's it's long overdue. It's long overdue. But you can't. Uh, Floyd Mayweather. I don't care how if you don't like him, how and why you don't like him. The guy is a genius. He's seen so much nonsense come up as he was coming up in through the uh, boxing ranks. Uh, but he's fought guys. He's fought uh, who he, he uh, shoot Sugar Shane, Medina, uh, Canelo, uh, Alvarez. He fought a lot of good guys coming up, mm-hmm. um, and these just recent guys. Yeah, the guy's a businessman. You can argue about his mouth if you don't like him, but you can't be that brash because you can't fight like him. But he's been backing it up, and he's been putting guys in the ring. If this is the mega fight that we've been waiting for, and it better be all that they blowing it up to be, it better be all that we've waited for. Uh, I think Floyd Mayweather is going into a trap because of, you know how boxing. Both of you guys, I don't know if you remember how corrupt boxing used to be when we Parnell Whitaker when we beat Duran and all that, just flat out right beat these guys, and when it came down to who won. It mm-hmm. wasn't Parnell Whitaker. It wasn't who you say thought it was. Mm-hmm. And Buster you could, Douglas. Buster, no, Buster <laughs> Douglas beat Tyson. You you didn't expect it before though. Yeah, but Tyson was he was he was getting to some stuff. He was getting yeah. in the streets. He wasn't because the model had passed away. Uh, he was mm-hmm. getting he was getting into the New York the club scene and all that. And we've never seen Tyson do that before. Mm-hmm. He was hanging out with all cele- he's a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Uh, his celebrity status shot up the roof. So he started hanging out with like celebrities. Floyd. Yeah, yeah, but I just didn't, you know. But Floyd grew up in this uh, social media celebrity world, so it ain't, it's nothing new to him. He, yeah. His his training is what it is. I think Floyd Weather. Floyd this Weather. is Floyd Mayweather. In my opinion, I think he's being set up. Nobody wants to see set him. Set up for what? Failure. For, for failure. Well, he well he controls his own destiny. Uh, we've seen that. He's 37 years old. No, I don't have a problem with that because mm-hmm. um, Manny is 36, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I think both of these guys are. This is one that I want to go to Vegas for. This is the fight that I want to go see. Yeah, I, I don't have a really a passion to go see all those other fights. Mm-hmm. But this is the one I want to go see. This is the fight. This is the MGM you know brand. Why? 
Because Pacquiao been waiting on this fight since day one. I think Pacquiao lost a fight two fights ago. Mm-hmm. Because he was more concentrated on Floyd. He was. Because back then, that's when they was like, they're going to write it up. Right. It was in the books. And then Floyd Mayweather's team, they the money team. Then he came back, back and beat it. that guy to death. Yeah. Not literally to death, and but. <laughs> yeah, he, he beat him he beat back. beat that guy down. But Pacquiao, he's been knocked down. He's been, you know, as an athlete. Once you get knocked down, backed up in the corner, and you get a shot at the best yeah. guy, you're going to give it all you got. You're going to do everything. And, oh, Ooh, well, Floyd Mayweather, I mean, I ain't mad at Mayweather. $120 million for you even step in the ring? A hundred and what? $120 million. Right. This mm. man, yeah. That's going in my pocket. And that ain't, that's not even the ticket. Pacquiao got 80. Well, he, he deserves 80. At 80. He, and he, 80 he, ain't. Mm. He, Pacquiao, uh, where is he from again? Philippines. Philippines. Mm-hmm. You know what $80 million is in the Philippines? And he's probably. Oh, it's going to last longer than yeah. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. Oh, yeah. Floyd lost $10 million <laughs> on a daggone bet in the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. And the Green Bay and um, Seattle game, $10 million. Right. Uh, he got to be the. In the Philippines. Because he took money. the points. He took yeah. Seattle, but they didn't cover the points. He lost $10 million. That's just dumb. <laughs> anyway, the fight. Yeah, and the Philippines that because he's govern he's he's he, he's he does everything. yeah he's everything he's everything in, he's in part of the government there, which he should be. But he wants this win to solidify. It's, I'm done. Yeah, I think he'll be done too. I think if, they're gonna fight twice. They it's only gonna be this. I'm one. I'm tell you why they gonna fight twice. It's only gonna be this one. Mm-mm. Who gonna win? Next time they gonna fight, it's gonna be the picture that I showed you. <laughs> like it's it's just gonna be that one time. No, man, I'm not picking no so. winners right now. I gotta see the training ability. I, I got till May. <laughs> Look at Pacquiao. He's got um, like seventeen more fights in him, but he's also got twelve more knockouts. Yeah, but, but uh, Mayweather's fights are strategic. They strategically plan. I mean, he's fighting who whoever they say the guy is, whether he's young or old. Because I thought Sugar Shane was a little, you know, Sugar Shane was. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that would be a good fight, but I thought mm-hmm. Sugar Shane is a boxer, so he had a chance. But but Mayweather. His fights are all strategically planned. This guy is a businessman, 120 before he even get in the ring. And then <laughs> that's not even counting the HBO money. Mm. The uh, Pay-per-view money. Pay-per-view, yeah, it's not counting all that money. That's crazy. Or the uh, boxing, whatever the boxing thing is. Yeah. It's not counting. They it, need to blow this thing up. It is. To make it up. better. I mean, it but is. But he's making that much money, extent. so MGM got to make their money too, and oh, the yeah, promoters. Yeah, that's fine. They they gonna get theirs. Vegas gonna get Vegas is taken care of. Okay, with just them two names <laughs> on any banners being presented in Vegas, MGM gonna be fine. I'm gonna be. In they Vegas gonna get whatever. theirs as well, but I, I'm a. They gonna be fine. Whether I'm in the fight or not, I'm gonna be in Vegas. Oh whatever. yeah. Oh no doubt. I I already got some plans set up for myself. So mm-hmm. I got. I got to. Yeah. I got to. I got to be there. Yeah. The tickets you know what, that's May second, that's a Saturday. I, I think uh, we should be doing a watch show from Vegas on Friday. And MGM, mm-hmm. <laughs> they gonna say, "Y'all get out of here." <laughs> say, you guys don't get out of here. Um, but it is possible. It is. And, hey, it is. It's not like y'all get out of here. We, we don't know who y'all are. It's like, oh, uh, we already got our radio row and all that stuff set up. Yeah. It's possible though, and that's for real, for real. But if I'm in Vegas on Friday, I don't know if I'm be on the radio. I might do. I might take a recorder and get some clips, some sound bites, and all yeah. that stuff. That might be to the extent of it. Then put it on the show Monday, mm-hmm. or send it back to the station, or whatever we're gonna do with it. Um, but here, I'm gonna go back to Mayweather and my 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 personal f- feelings on it. I think he's. 
I can't say he's being set up because he controls his own destiny, but I think he should have had his fight a while ago. I, I the the boxing committee I don't trust because I've seen too many fights. I've seen more than enough of my fights that I that we've looked at and we said, oh, he's just got beat down. He's done. Mm-hmm. And then the, the person who's halfway dead wins. I've seen boxing do that. I don't think they want Floyd to. Um, I don't think they want Floyd to finish with a fifty. Because I thought when he got the fifty wins, he was gonna shut it down and go out on top, and nobody's gonna ever be able to get that. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna ever be able to get that fifty wins. But he's gonna be forty nine. He's gonna be <laughs> he's gonna be forty nine and one or fifty and one. Because they're going to – and you said it's only going to be one fight. I said here's why it's going to be – here's fight. why it's going to be two fights. Floyd going to win, but everybody's going to say, you ain't beat him like you say here. They ain't going to come back. You have to prove something. They're going to beat him again. Then, no, then he's going to lose next time. It might be a draw, um, and then he's going to have to come back and beat him. It might be a win for Floyd, a draw, and then another win for Floyd. He ain't gonna have a loss, but that loss gonna feel like a loss, and then mm-hmm. the first win gonna feel like a loss, and that draw gonna feel like a loss. So they have to beat him a third time, and it's gonna make for that one twenty he got. Mm-hmm. You're right. Everybody gonna get their money back because they gonna fight two to three times. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, there's money nobody, wise, yeah. I, 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 there's nobody else out there to fight with him, but I think that's what's gonna happen. Man, this <laughs> this deal. I don't know. I still see that's one fight, but it's. It, to me, it's so long overdue. Like, I hope they do a better, I hope they do a better job of producing it out. And you know, because the way it came out, breaking news, it, it, it like if, if they would have just kept everything in a secret, away from social media, away from shaking hands at the Miami Heat game, like, hey, we got to do this fight. They, if it would have just came out, every I think it would have been more like, oh, like wow, we didn't see this coming. Obviously, we've seen this coming right. for for about a month now, so it's not as exciting than it what could have been two years ago when you know paperwork was signed, rumors were being talked about. This is Showtime when it was off TV. Now it's like, okay, you know this is about to happen. So yeah, now now it's in. Now the whole deal is happening. Hundred twenty million dollars guaranteed, eighty million dollars guaranteed. MGM is what we wanted, but it, to me, it's still That's partially overdue. That's two hundred million dollars right there between two fighters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But to me, it's still partially. You know, Floyd Mayweather, by the way, a little bit off subject, gave his Bentley away to Isaiah Thomas, the old point guard. <laughs> Isaiah of the Suns, Thomas, who the, the, the old daddy? point guard, not the not the daddy. <laughs> no, the one who's in the NBA now. Why? It's be, well, they, they're good friends. No such thing. I don't, go ahead. I mean, obviously, you giving away Bentleys to <laughs> you. Got to be a good friend to give away. You might be. You, you might be something Bentley. else. You might be you might be something else. You getting away? No, I guess uh, he he got sent too many Bentleys, or at the time, or who sent him Bentley? And he sent the Bentley to Isaiah Thomas as a friend. He said, "Thank you for being my friend." I'm I'm guessing, but it was obviously <laughs> this man sent him a custom made like Bentley. Just where, because, just where's Isaiah Thomas now? <laughs> he got where, he, he, he got traded, at? didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. Got right. Dang. Yeah. Hope he ain't in Detroit with that Bentley. He, he, t- <laughs> he told him. He told him. You know, because Isaiah Thomas was on a road game. He said, "When you come back, I got, I got a surprise for you." I'm like, man, get out of here. As soon as you get back in the driveway, you got a Bentley in front of your driveway <laughs> for free. <laughs> for free. <laughs> it was used. 
that was used about three times. I would have been eBay. From the dealership. You, we put eBay. On eBay. You would have put on I'm eBay. getting that back. Not eBay, but Craigslist. I'm getting that you back. Put on, you want to put a Bentley on Craigslist? Let's take it back to the Bentley shop. <laughs> yeah, you can do that too. But. <laughs> but no Bentley on Craigslist. Nobody on Craigslist can buy you a Bentley. <laughs> I don't think. I don't know. Jay-Z might shop. But this is all, this is, uh, this fight is happening really because of the legacy. Because everybody says Pacquiao is happen. the guy. Yeah. It had to happen. It had to happen. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the legacy. If Pacquiao is that guy, you got to fight him. If you think, if you, uh, like Rich Flair, what Rick Flair say? To be the man, you got to beat the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you, pack, if you Pacquiao, you want this fight yourself for a whole lot of reasons, for all the tri-side. Pacquiao's not going to go in there and just lay down. I'm telling you, he's not going to do no. that. He's going to be so oh, focused. Okay. This is going four rounds. He's going to pit four rounds? Let's go in all the full, oh, not four rounds. Full. Uh-huh. Who knows to the end? There's no knockouts going to happen in this one. It's going all the way to the end. Decision at the end. I think Mayweather's going to get knocked down. Uh, if Mayweather, so, t- if he take this loss, anybody else was like 2008. Who Pacquiao? Yeah, he got somebody more out two fights ago. Knockout was like 2008. He knocked somebody down two uh two fights ago. The guy who beat him, he fi- he finished him off so bad. Mm-hmm. If Mayweather yeah. go down in this fight. Would that ruin everything he has done before? But I mean, besides, you know, he he took the marketing level to a whole nother level as an athlete, as a boxer. Mm-hmm. But that he, can only happen. He, he that's did. an independent. That's an independent contract right there. Right. But I mean, I'm talking about his boxing leg, le, uh, uh, <laughs> legacy in yeah. the ring. The kind of like a Tiger Woods, you know, his legacy. <laughs> every time you step on the course, it's like, oh god, Tiger. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you're here for the money. You you wasting your time. So. Same deal with Floyd Mayweather. If he goes down against Pacquiao, everything that he has, 49-0. He's 47-0 oh, right 47 now. 47-0. Does that get, all get ignored, shattered? Like, oh, he couldn't beat. You know, like you said, it's a legendary fight. Yeah, this fight like I is said supposed in the beginning, if you want to make something bad about somebody, you'll make that one fight the most more important than all his other 47 fights that he had. And you'll say, well, he's so br-. People don't like him because he's brash and he does it, he does it his way. Yeah. It won't matter Frank Sinatra. People no. won't they when you when you can't be somebody and you don't like the way they go about their business because you wish you was them, you tend not to like them. Or you is what you at you at one you at one extreme or another. You love them, you say, Yeah, talk that stuff. Or you like, why you gotta be like that? Why you gotta talk that? Mm-hmm. It's one or the other. There ain't no in between to guys like him and what you how you feel about him. There's no in between to that guy. You either love him or you hate him, or maybe you love to hate him. That might be the in between. Yeah, well, it's about time because. But you always got to respect again. Look at Kobe Bryant. I'm not a big fan of Kobe Bryant, but I expect his game. Exactly. I mean, I'm with mm-hmm. you on that. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that one. You know, same thing with Floyd. You might not like him, but you got to respect his 47 and 0. You got to yeah. respect that business. Respect what he does in that ring. I respect. But if that he takes this line. loss, then what? We will talk about that tomorrow. It's gonna get real disrespectful. Because unfortunately, we got to go. Okay. I got to find me something to eat. Uh. Cuomo Sports Talk, we got to get out of here. Got Dougie on the line. We'll be back Tuesday. Demi Lachey in the studio. Uh, we will talk with you guys tomorrow. We'll yeah. talk some more boxing, too. NBA. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.